Doss, thoughts on uh, thoughts on episode three, bro? <laughs> well, lessons were learnt in episode three, uh, so I'm just gonna highlight my uh, <laughs> silent treatment update. And uh, yeah, I would recommend not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump straight into it here, brother. Let's kick it off with a good old-fashioned weekly update. I, my light bulb in my room went out, and I was like, all right, I need to go get this changed. And I knew it was Sweet. a twister because I took it out. And so I went, went down to, to Bunnings, grabbed the light bulb, grabbed the light bulb, came back, plugged it in, and it just wasn't very bright. What the hell? Is it just not, not a high enough wattage or something? So then I went and got another one, and um, I knew exactly what I needed. I knew the extra wattage, so I just grabbed it, came back. And then I didn't grab a freaking screw in one, so it just oh. wouldn't even go in anyway. So I was like, oh, crap. So I went down a third time, got a high wattage, got a screw in one, <laughs> came back, plugged it in. And then I realized there's this setting on my light. That there's like a remote for it. And if you hit, the, hit the middle button, the light changes its brightness. What? So I, I oh. could have just used the first freaking light bulb. I just had to hit the button. Oh my God, oh. dude. I was just like, you are not an adult, <laughs> Hayden. You are not ready. <laughs> do I go back to high school? What do I do? And, and the jokes about how many people does it take to change a light bulb. No, no, no. How many <laughs> light bulbs does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> Brilliant, Doss. Well, clearly light bulb's not your strongest suit, but uh, you might be able to help me on one. My weekly update is... I'm actually really looking forward to tomorrow. I've been making a bit of a habit of getting down to the local races. Horse racing, huge thing in Outback Queensland, I'm sure. Is there any good horse races in Melbourne? Ah, uh, there's one. There's one that's a bit okay. around. Yeah. All right. But out here, it's huge. It's kind of like a weekly catch-up for so many people. It's a bit of a social socialite event as well. A who's who, a bit of a flex, win some money. I'll be working on the bar. Um, love working on the bar. I think working on the bar is the best way to spend a lot of occasions where you would be out normally getting wasted. Firstly, everyone comes to you. And I feel like there could be actually a road guide in working a bar because you might have some advice for me. Oh, I, I know how to work a bar. Don't even worry about that. But uh, I reckon we, we could possibly have a road guide to, to running a bar a little bit later on in the series. But tonight, we've got a really uh, a special program, one close to our heart because friends are close to our friends, heart. Friends, friends. <laughs> Doss, we're going to give a bit of a road guide on uh, friends making them, keeping them, deciding whether to get rid of them or not, and uh, possibly sussing out who are the ones that are, are worth being lifelong friends. Firstly, um, do you have any rogue experiences making friends? I have one. Um, we call it the story of Scott. The story of and, Scott, eh? Yeah, so it was a couple of years ago now. So I was going to uni games, and uh, I didn't know a single person. Except for this one guy that I was already friends with on Facebook. I was like, what the hell? Like, I've never met this bloke in my life. <laughs> and, uh, and then he was in the exact same boat. So he didn't know a single person that was going. And um, just because we were friends on Facebook, we just like threw a little bit of banter at each other. And then when we got there, um, then it turns out we were both, you know, the two biggest alcoholics. You know, on right. The trip. Yeah. And um, I, think, I think we both ended up getting banned from different beauty games. <laughs> so, and I think... <laughs> I think we must have become friends on a night out when we were both so drunk that neither of us remembered it. And but you we woke just... up the next morning like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we woke up two years after we were facing friends. <laughs> Whoa, big realized. sleep. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> it was in Melbourne. I was in Geelong. Like, we were in different cities. Huh. And somehow we were Facebook friends for two years before this uni games. And uh, that Scott ended up becoming one of your housemates, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, yeah, definitely one of my best mates, which is oh. <laughs> pretty funny story how that all worked out there you go and i think uh possibly we might have a, a particular step where someone like scott becomes particularly handy but we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the guide as for me and also along the same lines as potentially your friendship with scott i was in uh, i booked a solo climb of this mountain in africa mount kilimanjaro sounds like you had lots uh, of friends <laughs> Yeah, for my for my 21st as well. Everyone else was out there having like sleep. Whoa, 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 slow it down, slow it down, slow it down. I had a really, really spiritual 21st. It was incredible. The day before I imparted, departed for this solo trip though, my guide asked if I was okay with this American joining us. This American called Chris. And I was like, yeah, get Chris on. Get the, get the, get the bro Chris on. Next thing I know. Every frat guy ever. Yeah, yeah. And I was ready for it. I was like, sweet, this will be, this will be fun. I mean, I would have loved to have done a solo I had a bit of a, I was a big solo traveler at that time. And there might be a road guide on traveling solo coming up later on. But uh, I was a big solo traveler. I thought about it for a bit, but I was like, nah, stuff it, let him on. I mean, that, that's fine. Anyway, Chris was a, was a girl. It was Christine oh. or something. I don't know. I know. This is getting exciting. So we climbed it together. We spent a little bit of time together. We, were, we didn't have much in common. She was actually had a really cool life. She lived on a boat in the San Francisco Harbor, which is pretty hype. Chris actually is a listener. Morning, Chris. Hopefully, uh, America's treating you well. Shout out to Chris. Good morning, Chris. One of the big fans. Um, always in the DMs. Loves getting in the DMs of the uh, oh, road guide with us. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, it's the road guide DMs. <laughs> yeah, wait. <laughs> um, anyway, so we climbed it together, which was um, which was fine. It was good. Next thing I know, she was like, "Hey, let's go do some safaris." And I was like, "Oh no, no. I was you know impoverished. I was a uni student. This was this had bankrupted me essentially." I was already into the bank of mum and dad to get me back home. And she's like, no, don't worry about it. I'm going to shout you both. And, uh, you know, safaris are like 500 bucks each. So I ended up catching in, catching in another $1,000 worth of travel just because I'd said yes to this random yank that uh, ended up climbing Kilimanjaro with me. So really, you don't know where you're going to find friends. And you don't know just how much money that friend will eventually <laughs> give to exactly. you. So, yeah. you know, don't, don't knock them back. Take a chance. They could be rich. No, that's 100% on the money. I've, um, especially recently, I've definitely learned to be very selective with my friends and their wealth levels. Levels. Because <laughs> uh, you, 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 we're at the age now where you realise, like, okay, so this, you know, after thirty more years of doing this, I'll be retiring. I'll have forty years retiring. Uh, this amount of money, oh, that's yeah. probably not going to be enough for me to enjoy the rest of my life. You're right. Yeah, We've come to the conclusion there's there's a certain wealth barrier to making friends at the moment. For sure, and th- I think this podcast is kind of like we're both in this stalemate of just looking at each other and be like, all right, who's going to make actual money here yeah. so yeah. that we can both retire? It's yeah. very much at that stage and I'm definitely looking at you well, to uh, buy out Longreach. Doss, before we go- travel too far down this road, let's jump into the road guide to friends. Yes. Well, first things first, step one, make some friends. What? You, yeah, there you go. you got to break out of that 90% that uh, infamous ninety percent of socially awkward. <laughs> the rogue ninety percent. <laughs> the rogue ninety percent. Yeah, you, you know, you want to you want to be in the rogue ten percent. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what we're trying to get you all there. We're trying to funnel you <laughs> into that ten percent. You know, with our listener base, you know, if anything, that ten percent is probably getting less because no one's really listening. But <laughs> we'll have a crack. Uh, yeah. So basically, and to find those friends, you want to find them through 
you know, hobbies, you know, your yep. career, yep. you know, it could be workmates, it could be sports, probably the biggest one. Yeah, huge. uni, everything like that. And when, it just be, be yourself, be weird. People yep. like weird and people just get around that. It's just literally that easy. Just put yourself out there. Yeah, 100%. The easiest thing to be able to strike up a conversation with someone is when you know you've got something in common. Best way to know if you've got something in common is if you're doing something in your free time, chances are you're not doing that because it makes you miserable. You're doing that because you enjoy it, because you're a little bit enthusiastic about it. So when you go and ask, old mate, how's his day? What's he been doing? He can give you a good story that you both know you'll be interested in because it lines up with your interest. 100%, make some friends. Go through your hobbies, go through your career, go through sport. It's a winner. I'm, I'm totally on board with that, Dos. Sweet. But uh, from there, just because you make friends with someone and you go, oh, yeah, this guy's good, this guy's fun, maybe we've hung out a few times, doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to be a top-tier friend. And uh, you can, you always know who your top-tier friends are. Back in the day, maybe it was on your MySpace top eight. I'd find that uh, you, you typically would see the, the best eight friends you've got on your MySpace top eight, and that would occasionally shift around and shake. But the modern equivalent of the MySpace top eight is the Facebook group chat. Uh, or, I don't know if Instagram does group chat. I'm a bit of a boomer when it comes to Instagram, Doss. Uh, it does, it does, yes. Okay, Snapchat there you go. does, everything goes group chat. There were Tinder groups. Oh, bring back the Tinder groups. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm not too much of a group chat connoisseur, but I will say yeah, on you're a Facebook. you're traveler. You're, exactly, you dude. That point very early on. Exactly, dude. So, group chats, and now there is an absolute politics there's diplomacy there's hierarchies to this stuff oh, yeah. there's always the big group chat the group chat where you've got all your friends from say school the school group chat or maybe your footy team has the footy team foot chat uh, group chat um you know your work has a group chat even though you probably can't express yourself even too your much in the work group, group chat uh, and those, the, all those guys love them to death guys and girls you know would uh would definitely strike up a conversation with you find out how you're going but from there you have the breakaway group chats and the uh, the elite small group chat, which unfortunately for the big group chat <laughs> is typically the one where you go to to gossip about what what the fuck is going on with the people in the big group oh, yeah. chat. That's the juicy <laughs> chat. That's, that's, that's the chat if you get your friend's phone. It's not about like making oh. chat us on their Facebook. It's oh, about no. going through their small group chats nowadays. Get the goss. <laughs> <laughs> break your own heart devastate your own self-esteem jump in someone's small group chat and just find out what they really think find out what they're saying about you when you're expressing yourself <laughs> in your mind in the privacy of your big group chat it's uh it does get pretty dirty and uh i don't want to say that i'm in too many small group chats but uh look i'd be lying i'm a bit of a, a bit of a small group chat magnet because i'm what you call <laughs> a great friend a really good friend and uh, that's why you should take my advice step two Group chat compatibility. Make sure you suss out if that person that you're friends with can go into a bunch of group chats, a big group chat, or maybe a small elite group chat. How do you find that out? Get on the piss with them. <laughs> it's that easy. That's step three. It's literally, yeah, you can survive a sesh with someone. You yeah. just tend to build this, you know, oh. um, this tight-knit relationship that just no one else can compete with. Yeah, uh, and like as as the uh, glorious dictator of Victoria <laughs> said, get on the beers. And, get know, on the beers. Get on the beers. We preach it and we live by it. And it's also <laughs> the greatest friendship kind of detector. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because mostly it's like you you make your grats together as well. Yeah, and the stronger that relationship becomes, the more nights out nights out you have together. 
nothing bonds you more than that. And then you mm. get enough info from each other that you could basically put each other in jail. Exactly. And that's once that's a core. That yeah, that's, that's key. Best yeah, and when you can trust them, when you're like that person, there's no chance. You know, you know they're they're airtight with it. They they would yeah. take a serious level of interrogation uh, that most people wouldn't be interested in uh, interrogating your your particular deadbeat friend to uh, <laughs> to get that information. So exactly. also, yeah. I like to I like to do it early. I like to get out of the way oh. early. You don't have to get you know super smashed with them straight away. But I reckon you'd go out, have a decent sesh, have a decent night, maybe as a precursor to the big one. But I feel like you just need to get them out in the, out of the comfort zone, have a few beers, you know, spend a few hours together just relying on chat, relying on the beers potentially to, to boost that chat. And that way you can sort of, you know, you get a good vibe from them. I've found out here, I live by it. Try and get them in the pub as soon as possible, have a chat, and it uh, breaks down all the barriers. Yeah. Are we still talking about friends? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for this episode, yes, Dos, but uh, your, your particular episode, I don't know, I feel like uh, your episode uh, we may not, may not see the light of day. Yeah, there you go. So from there, step four, you need to establish whether these people that you're making friends with or this person you've made friends with is going to be a short or long-term friend. Now, you can't tell straight away. You don't just go necessarily, oh, this person, it's a spare-of-the-moment thing. It's more obvious when you're overseas most of the time, the friends that you make overseas, sure, they can uh, be long-lasting friendships. Your roommate, Curly, and our friend, Curly, is a great example of that. And uh, funnily enough, travel group chats seem to have a decent oh, lifespan on them. Shout out, Thor. Shout out, Thor. What's Thor's <laughs> Thor thing? He'd, he'd crack out, bring that guitar out every single time. And he listens, by the way. So just be careful what you say about him. Yeah, um, he'd he always a strong crack listener, but he was a short-term travel friend. And, yeah. Uh, but we totally appreciate We appreciate that shorter time together, definitely. Yeah, and he had a rogue way of making friends. It's kind of a basic way of making friends. But oh my god! Yeah, he, he would he would sit at the at the fire or at the the, the table and he'd pass the pass the orcs around basically. Hey, pick a song. I find that I can find out so much of what I want to know about someone from the type of music they listen to. <laughs> so sorry, sorry to throw under the bus like that, but uh, it was this pretty funny. And was ahead of the times. He was. Ahead Doss of and I would always look at each other every time we did it because we spent nights with him, and it was always a different group of pe- other people. And he'd play that yeah. same strat over oh. and over. And I tell you what, wasn't a bad strat. Yeah, consistency is key. Yeah, well, you know, I'd Taylor Swift blaring, and then all of a sudden I didn't have any friends, and I was like, all right, well, <laughs> well played. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you've isolated me. Well done. Well done. <laughs> um, expect that. <laughs> but sometimes, uh, particularly out in Longreach where I am, it's a very high turnover town. Um, there's plenty of locals, people that have been here for a while and will continue to be here. People like me that have moved here and want to stick around for a fair few years. And there's people that will be here for five or ten weeks at a time. People working in the, the hospital, at school. You do strike up, you can make good friends with these people. You do you do great things. I went on a run from Longreach to Ilfracombe, which is 27 k's the other day, with this bloke I'd met the day before. He's a, yeah. he's a student that's in town for another two weeks um, as a doctor, a physio actually. And, um, and we had a great chat and I learned tons about him. We hit it off straight away. But, but you know, and we actually talked about it while we ran. We were like, um, you know, this is it for us, bruh. You know, this, this is, we're, it's great. We're having a great time, hitting it off, tons in common, um, sharing personal stuff because you can get that. You share real personal stuff because you know, unfortunately, sorry, Andy, I'm not going to see you again. <laughs> Oof, rip. Uh, like, I, I can definitely understand that. I think 
a lot of the time when I hit it off with someone, um, like there's plenty of cardio afterwards, but I will admit it's We're on the friends episode still, dude. We're on the friends episode. What are you doing? <laughs> Same thing. Short time oh. friends. <laughs> Wait, well, is, that, is there more to the story of Scotty that I know? <laughs> no, Scotty's long term. Scotty's long term. Yeah. <laughs> some friends are long term friends. They're the friends you maybe met as a kid who, despite you never talking to them for maybe five or ten years, you'll always, always like that person. You'll always want to see to see them succeed, see them doing well. You know, maybe get invited to their wedding out of the blue. Um, and then there's the, the friends that you maybe only meet once or twice early on, like like Vados and I. Met each, met each other a few times, took a few years off, and then suddenly we're, you know, BFFs for life. Yeah, it's that easy. And it's yeah. like, yeah, and those long-term friends, you really want to be the successful ones. Boom, step five. Step five. You want to leech off their success. A hundred percent. No one wants to work forever. And no. Like, especially when you're like me and Boss, when you're both single. We're not yep. really trophy husband material. No, um, no. As much as my Tinder says it might be. But <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta work on our friends. Our friends yep. are the way we're gonna get there. So that's basically step five: leech off your friends. One hundred percent. And and Doss and I have had frank conversations with each other, uh, as you mentioned a little bit earlier, with this podcast. You know, when one of us gets, you know, has a viral moment or you know gets some notoriety and some some fame another way, this is this will be our gateway to leech off that person. You'll be able to say, "Hey, I was evidently with this person before he was famous." promote mm. people to come back to the pod and maybe you can get your own buzz or you know i can get my own sort of celebrity just as a, as a leech and leeching off success exactly. that's one. what friends that's what friendship's all about it's it's being a leech yeah that's it like the academy awards the brand low they all have plus ones yeah. <laughs> and plus one i'm it's just who's going to take that plus one role? exactly exactly so if you're listening at the moment hey and if you're looking for friends maybe your net worth is well and truly over the million, maybe $2 million mark. You know, slide you've in those had DMs. Slide in those DMs, you know, you know whatever. We'll, uh, we'll be your best friend and we'll, uh, we'll never let you down. Yeah, we'll give and, you a um, shout out on the podcast. We'll give you a shout out. shout out anyone. So yep. it's got to be only select few that make it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we wouldn't shout out every name that comes up in this podcast. Exactly. 100%. Like, just on that though, I do want to shout out the East Coast of Australia <laughs> just for being in the same time zone as me. I do appreciate uh -huh. that. There you go. I reckon that's, those are some great tips making friends. And I think if there's 100% of the world's population that tunes in, 90% of them are socially, socially in, in awkward, I think yeah. we've just done a massive humanitarian contribution to society. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. 15%. Tag a friend in the uh, in the Instagram post of this. Well, tag a friend and just let them know. Hey, mate, I'm leeching. I'm hoping you're successful because <laughs> yes. I've got nothing going for me. Yeah, tag your leech friends. Yeah, be honest. Be honest. Don't lie to your friends. Don't hide yeah. anything from your friends. Leech them. Be open about it. Honesty is key. Dos, uh, mystery guest today, he's not a leech, is he? He is the king leech. He is... <laughs> His daddy's leech. Oh, no, oh, don't yeah. do him like that, bro. Don't do him like that. I'm sorry, uh, but Nelson, welcome to the party. Yeah, nah, thanks for having me, you fucking Dementor, because you suck the life out of me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're all friends here, boys. Remember, this is the road guide to friendship. Uh, so if we could just shake hands um, in a COVID-safe way, in a lockdown way, and carry on. Nels, can you start off? Tell us a little bit about yourself, dude. What do you want to know? <laughs> About yourself. It was, it was ex explicitly described in the question. I'm taking, well, I'm taking this podcast down. Okay. You're all coming down with me. 
<laughs> Me and Darcy taking you down from the inside. <laughs> in your own time, Nels. In your own time. The question still stands I'm, when you're ready. I'm just, I'm just your everyday bloke, mate. I'm just, I'm just your, your environmental scientist from Geelong who's just trying to save the world one tree at a time. Yeah, everyday bloke. <laughs> yeah. You've described the embodiment of a non-everyday bloke. A pretty uh, unusual specimen, that's, that's for sure. To be honest, I'm a piece of shit. But that, that's it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think me and, me and Nels met in a bit of a hostile kind of scenario, actually. Nelson I'm not surprised like... at all, judging by <laughs> what's happened so far. Everything so, Hayden does is Nelson hostile. Probably... 90% of the <laughs> very, people he knows. Yeah. It's like, oh, how do you know him? Oh, it was a pretty hostile situation. Because <laughs> they're, they're the 90% of the socially awkward. <laughs> well, I feel like it's justified that I tell the story I made Nelson met. So we kind of had the same friends. Nelson was just finding his way into it. And he worked at worked at one of our favourite bars, and uh, he was the bartender there. That's not and, how oh, we oh, met. And um, oh, mate, I don't I don't really remember anything before that. No, so. Jaden Keeley was my housemate, <laughs> and you came remember. over to pick him up and me up to go to the reverse raffle at Geelong West. And so you picked me up in your piece of shit Subaru. And then we went and got cash out, don't, and then we became friends. This sounds that. so much less dramatic than whatever Dust was gearing up. Oh, for. I had a great I exactly story. That was, was this is why you don't have no, your no, own no, podcast. No, 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 no. He was about to talk about the story where oh, he, I was working at a bar, and then Hayden asked for a glass of water, and then he threw it over my head. Well, funny story because I turned around and I got him back. So you know, at the yeah, end of the day, he got me back. At the end of the day, was, yeah. only a snake. Throws a glass of water because snakes like water. Well, snakes don't have arms or hands, Nelson. But uh, you are you are the environmental scientist, so I won't uh, won't doubt you on that. But let's just jump right into the scenario. As usual, uh, with the mystery guests, they come through and they basically pitch a story that's happened in their life and a big decision, a climactic moment where they made a choice, whether good or bad, that uh, they would seek our impression of. What would we do in that situation, Nels? Have you got a little story for us? And even better if it's about friendship. I was about, it's about 17 years old and I was spending New Year's down in Lawn. Um, everyone back in those days would go down to Lawn for New Year's Eve. It was just a thing to do. You'd go down to the foreshore, you'd party. Um, you'd have a goon sack and you'd have a good time. We went down to Lawn nice. for this one New Year's and one of our mates, he was renting out an apartment with his parents um, in the Mantra on the foreshore at Lawn. He had about another, six of another us. Another one of the 1% on the podcast. Must be nice. Yeah. Must be nice. <laughs> he, he had about... <laughs> He had about six of us staying at that place. And a lot of our friends were staying in Lawn that year, like everyone always did. And um, we had two girls from Sacred Heart who were staying um, just further in the town, probably about two k's away, um, up in the Lawn Hills. And they were also staying with one of the girls' families. And it was probably two nights after New Year's. And, you know, we'd had our big New Year's Eve. And then we were like, oh, still looking for, you know, a good time. We were looking to, you know, go out, have some fun, you know, drink, get up to some mischief. We were all on one night, just be like, "Oh fuck it, like let's let's go over to let's go over to the girls' house." No one wanted to come with us. It was just me, me and Harry. We were the only two ones that wanted to go, and we were like, "Fuck it, like well, let's just go." But Shout Matt, Harry. Matt, who uh, yeah, Matt's a big fan of the show. Fan of the show. Anyway, Matt was like, "Oh, like guys, <laughs> my parents aren't going to let you guys go out. Like it's just it's not going to happen." And we were like, "That's fine. We'll wait till they fall asleep. Once they fall asleep, then we'll uh, you know we'll sneak out. Then we'll go out. We'll go to the girls' place. We'll stay there for a bit. Then we'll come back. We'll sneak back in." Sorry, oh, how old are you? Seventeen. Don't judge. Don't you judge me. Um, okay. Anyway, so Harry and I, <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Ha- Harry and I wait for the parents to fall asleep. Parents fall asleep. 
And then um, all the other boys are like, no, nah, we're not coming, we're not coming, we're, we're too pussies. So I'm like, okay, okay, so me and Harry will go. So Harry and I sneak out. Oh, is that what they said? So yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> and um, they said, you boys are the best, we can't do what you do. And so... We, me and Harry snuck out. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> Everyone applauded. <laughs> As you walked out. So, um, so Harry and I snuck out, and um, we got we get to this place in Lawn, this girl's house, and like they meet us at the door. It's a little side door, and they're like, "Oh, you've got to be really, really quiet because like we were going through into the laundry, and the laundry had two doors. One door went to the spare toilet, then the bathroom, then the girls' room, and the other door went through to the parents' um, bedroom." And so they were like, you got to be really, really quiet. Like, you know, oh, you got you no, you to be calm, just be quiet, and just we'll let you in. And then we, you got to be quiet once you're inside. Like, we can whisper, but, like, you know, that's it. Anyway, so Harry and I sneak in, take off our shoes, like, you know, do the right thing, go into the girls' room, and then we're just chilling. I'm chilling with, like, these girls are my friends. Like, so I'm friends with them. Harry was sort of trying to get with one of them, but I was actually friends with the other two. I'm, I'm just, yeah. you know, nice guy. Anyway, so I was just sitting there talking to Claire. <laughs> talking to Claire. Don't laugh at that. I'm I'm like, what, what are you fucking the, laughing at that for? Like, he's the legend of this story, <laughs> dude. He can do no wrong. He's this nice guy that everyone oh, is like, just, uh, like, in oh, awe of. It's amazing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we, anyway, so I'm sitting there, and I'm talking to Claire. And Harry's, like, you know, sitting in between these other two girls. Honestly, it looked like he was about to get with both of them. And he's sitting there, but then Harry starts coughing. And Harry's got a really deep voice. And Harry's like... Like, it does not sound like a girl's cough. And and so he's just... And I'm just like, Harry, shut the fuck up. Like, you're going to get us caught. All the girls are like, Harry, shut the fuck up. Anyway, so, like, we're just... Stop breathing. Literally, we're trying to smother him. We're putting, like, pillows over his head, and he's just like, ha, harder. But, like, we didn't know what to do. And basically, we're sitting there, and the girl's like, you need to be quiet. Then I look over, and I see the light go on underneath the door. And the door goes to the parents' room. And I'm just like... Holy, I'm like, holy fuck, we're screwed. Like, we're done here. And so I just jumped underneath because one of the girls was on a bed and the other two girls were on mattresses on the ground. And so I was like near the bed. And so I just jumped underneath the bed and the doona went underneath the edges. So I was hidden. I was out of view. And the door swings open and you just hear the dad. He turns on the light and you just hear him, what are you doing in my house? Get out! And he just screams at Harry. And Harry's just, ah, oh, sorry. And so Harry gets up, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And so Harry gets up and he goes out and like they go to the laundry, they let him outside. As they let Harry outside, I hear them lock the door and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm inside, I'm trapped. And so I'm underneath the bed just laying there as stiff as anything, just being I'm like, danger. I'm just like, just don't, don't fucking move, don't fucking move, don't fucking, don't breathe, don't move, don't, don't do anything. Anyway, while the girls are getting lectured to the high heavens and the dad and mum are just ripping into them, wow. how dare you disrespect us, how dare you go against us and sneak these oh. boys in. And I'm just laying there going, oh, they're getting ripped. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just laying there and being like, this is great, like, I'm safe right now, but I'm just, I've got to get out of here. And yeah. Harry's texting me the yeah. whole time, and he's just like, no, "Mate, you need to, you, like, you need to get out of here. You need to get out of here." And like, as he's texting me, my phone's just going, doot, doot, and I'm like, "Shut up, shut oh. the fuck up." Anyway, it's at this point I'm gonna ask you, like, what would you do? Is your phone on you? Yeah, my phone's on me. Okay. Well, first thing I'm doing is I'm muting that phone. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> silence that. Silence that. Bad. It was on the phone. It was vibrating. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair shake. Fair shake. 
Um, airplane um, mode exists, but I'll ignore that for now. Uh, it's <laughs> my boy's outside. I'm not putting him so on airplane you mode. You think? <laughs> all right. So you're thinking that uh, that they're going to be like, hey, that's weird noises coming from back in that room. About to come and uh, peruse it. Honestly, for me, I'm writing it out, and I'm hoping that the parents think that the uh, the mobile buzzing is just someone else's mobile, and I'm staying there until. The parents go to work the next day. You gotta remember, it's like I, it's two days I after New Year, um, so they're not gonna work. Oh, yeah, true. true. Um, <laughs> well, I'm moving in. I'm I'm under that bed for two weeks. I'm, I'm just I'm just. They're gonna f- feed you snacks underneath uh, <laughs> off the side of the bed. Yeah, yeah, that's my new home. I'm just I'm setting up shop. Yeah, Harry's gone. Harry's gone to live his life. Hang on, for me. Hang on, slow it down. Let's do an environmental analysis here. What are the oh. chances of getting out through the window or through another door? Are you asking me? Yes, because Dos doesn't know this room. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, that. okay, I'll give you the context. I'll give you the context I that I had. The only way out is through that laundry door that just got locked. And God damn, you're 17. Man, I was, when I was 17, God, I, I don't think I would leave the house without my parents. Man, you're 26 <laughs> no. and you still don't leave the house. We, you we only would... moved out last year. Wow, <laughs> dude. Here we Come go. On. This is the friendship podcast, bro. <laughs> oh, no, he's, he's just trying to. <laughs> Trying to glorify him again. <laughs> it's the, it's the mat all over again, clapping him out of the room. <laughs> bring you down with me. <laughs> no, honestly, I, I'm writing it out no matter what, but I'm very curious to hear what you're doing with this little piece of environmental information that you kept from well, us. Yeah, Doss, what, what are you doing? I think Nels still thinks he's in. I think he still thinks there's a chance with these girls. Harry's warmed to up. It's his time to sweep. It's one on three now. Yeah, the odds are stacked in his favour. The true leech play from underneath the bed, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think I would... Honestly, I think I'd dip once the parents... As soon as they go back to bed. Are they yelling at the kids in that same room yeah okay oh. yeah well you obviously can't leave <laughs> like, yeah, just like, can't it, can i please be excused excuse me guys obviously you guys are having a moment here and i don't think i'm involved this sounds so... like it's something between you guys <laughs> yeah i think yeah, i'm exactly. just gonna if i'm gonna steal that key i'm just gonna you know hit the uh, hit the old dusty snail yeah <laughs> okay so hayden's dipping right, now, hayden's so, dipping t- talk us through stand. it so the phone's going off yep. and Harry's like, come on, like, you know, like, let's go, let's go. And I'm like, mate, they just locked the door. I don't know what to do. Anyway, the parents finish like up lecturing the girls. They go back into their room. They argue. I can hear the mum being like, this is your fault, Damien. And Damien's just like, oh, she's your daughter. I tell you that much. And I'm just like, whoa, okay. Someone's heading for a divorce, but that's not my issue. Anyway, so I'm laying underneath the bed. I'm laying underneath the bed and I'm just like, fuck, what do I do? And so I, I say to Claire, I'm like, Claire, like, what do I do? And she goes, just stay there. We'll figure it out in the morning. And I'm like, no, fuck that. Harry's yeah, outside. Boy. He's 17. He's going to walk two kilometers back through the middle of the lawn around New Year's time. There's so many idiots on the street. Um, That's not impressive at all. It's two kilometers. Come on. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. We're not all running at fucking friend. one minute 20 in it. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Anyway. So I'm like, okay, I've got to get out of here. And I'm, I'm saying to Maddie, Matt, it's Maddie's uh, house and it's her parents. I'm like, Maddie, like, what do I do? Shout and she just Maddie. goes, if you get it, Maddie. Shout out to Maddie. Like, big fan of the show. Always in the DM. Big fan. Anyway, she's <laughs> like to me, like, the only way out is to the laundry. And I'm like, okay, fuck it, fine. I'm going to go to the laundry. And so I get up and I'm using my, like, Motorola as, as the phone light to try and, like, you know, find my way out. 
and I get to the laundry and it's locked. That's when I, it was confirmed to me, okay, it's locked. And I'm like, shit. And so I go back to Maddie and I'm like, Maddie, like I'm whispering to her. I'm like, Maddie, Maddie, the door's locked. What do I do? She goes, the key is on a hook to the right of the door. And so I go back. Why aren't they helping? Oh, yeah. she's not getting out of bed. Why she's like, she's like, no, nah, she was, she was scared house. straight. I don't like, I don't blame her. Her dad yeah. was, he was yeah. furious. And so she was like, I'm not getting into any more he, trouble. Do you know, he would explode if he oh, saw another oh, dude in that 100%. House. 100%. Yeah. Anyway. I can, Nels is getting the baseball bat at this point. Oh, no. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like, no, I've got to get out. Squad. I'm like, I've got to get out of here. So I go back to the door. I cannot find the key. And I go back to where I'm like, Maddie, you need to come with me. You need to get out of bed. You need to find me the key. And then we'll go. So we go back. She finds the key. She gives it to me. Now, it's one of those old deadlocks. Like, the thing that looks like a circus tent. Like, the deadlock that looks like a circus tent. One of them. Yep. With a flat on top. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And so I put the key in. Oh, mate. And freak. as soon as it goes round, it is the loudest click of a lock oh. you could ever hear in your life. Oh, and dude. as soon as it clicked, the light underneath the door went on. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> You just know, you just know he was, God. you just know he oh. was sitting in that bed waiting oh. for that sound, as, waiting for the re-entry, waiting for something. On, on his as, knees. Literally, as soon as <laughs> yeah. it clicked, just bam, the light's on, and I'm like, <gasps> and I've just opened the door, there's a security screen, like a fly-wire door, Ooh. I ran into that, oh, no. that was locked, and I'm like, ah! And so oh, no. I, I had to flick the lock on that to like unlock it, oh, open it up, grab my shoes that are on the ground, absolutely piss bolt oh. towards the fence, which is like a six foot fence. And I shit you not, wow. I Usain Bolt jumped over that fence in one leap. And there's Harry, and Harry's just now <laughs> And the everyone fence. applauded. Harry's just like, <laughs> Harry's right All there. All his mates are there, his family is here to clap him. And, well, literally, yeah. like, I'm not even mad anymore. That man's an athlete. Oh, Harry, so, He's going places. Harry's waiting there. And I jump the fence, I put the shoes on, and I just start running. And as I, I look, I probably get maybe 30 meters away, and I look back, and I just see this bald man under an outside light in the doorway no. just looking at us and i'm just like oh, oh i am never going back to maddie's wow. house ever again and so wow. the, the, the long story short here is me and harry we got back to the mantra oh, we, we got story? back to, yeah shut up <laughs> all right thanks nelson thanks for jumping on the potty appreciate you taking time it was definitely <laughs> not quite the story i expected but <laughs> we'll roll with it <laughs> dos I got a little segment for you. Something new, something a little bit, a little bit different uh, to yeah, add on to the, uh, to the to the home run part of the uh, the podcast. It's called it's called Hear Me Out. Interesting. I don't like what where this is going. You know that someone's about to say something controversial or something potentially <laughs> something that needs some explanation when they say Hear no Me Out. No good or, idea has ever come from someone no. being like Hear Me Out. If you've had to say Hear Me Out, it means that you don't want them to interrupt because what you're about to say really requires some some strong explaining up front. So Doss, hear me out on this one. This is this is a contentious issue. I know particularly with you, but I think it's gonna potentially get the rise of uh, of our listeners as well. I reckon when you go out, you pay good money for a feed. I think that stuffing your face with food for the sake yeah. of finishing the meal or what's on your plate, when you've paid good money for that experience, is full blown idiocy. I honestly think that the, the feeling of stuffing yourself beyond fullness beyond your natural limit just so that you can finish what's on the plate i reckon that's so dumb when you've paid money for an experience Ugh. for a for a for a moment in time where you should eat it taste everything feel the flavors feel the spice 
feel the cultural significance of the dish, and then call it a day. If it's half, if it's half full, push it away. Great, you're done with it. Who are you? Who are you trying to get on side here? I, I, I know for a fact you're offside. You offside. Oh, but I think, so I think the majority of population. No. The whole damn world. No, 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 no. You're not paying. It's not about you. So you're just making this whole dinner oh about my you. God. <laughs> this food, it's it's about you paid for it. It's yours. You hold ownership over it. <laughs> so you have to eat it. If you don't eat it, like it's disrespectful to the chef. Who cares? You no, know, it's just you know, like we don't. What are you tip talking about in Australia? Is this your version what? of tipping someone? What? Oh. No, dude, dude. It, the chef, the chef has nothing to do with it. You're right. It's my thing. I own it. I paid for it. The chef, it's not the chef's business yeah, anymore. And you paid for it, and yet you deemed it not even good enough to eat it dude. all. Dude. Oh my God! Listen, mate, it's gone one ear out the other. Either I'm you saying don't that value you money, it. or you don't value food. See, mate, if I didn't value money, I would not finish the meal. I, I would finish the meal. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on. There we go, folks. That's how you do it. <laughs> no, that's, that's not. A, that's not how you win a debate. Mate, that's that not is, how you win an argument. That is argument close. You call that me on the technicality, and I've, missed, I've slipped up, and you're claiming it, and I'm not. I'm not here for it. Yeah, you no, slipped no. up on the food you left on the floor. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. All right. Well, you've heard me out, brother. We've. Uh, I think we've we've come a long way today. It's, it's kind of th- th- therapy. Yeah, I think we cleared up a few issues, which is good, which is good. <laughs> uh, I guess, yeah, which is good because, uh, yeah, we want to, well, thank everybody for the podcast today, listening in, yeah. all, all six people, including Cross's mum, Sally. Six. Who we do shout we're, out. We're, we, were, we were up to three last episode. We've doubled it. Yeah, I've, I've started to put a bit of peer pressure out on people and some aggressive following of um, certain females on yeah. um, Instagram. Has yeah. um, oh, got us a few more followers. That's... Okay, all right. So, well, aggressively yeah. following females on Instagram isn't exactly a new strategy for you, but I'm glad that you're incorporating the pod. Uh, and also, we have been posting it in the big group chat. Yes. So uh, hopefully, We've of expanded. the 20 friends that we consider quite close, yeah. one or two of them will watch. That's all you can really expect from friends these That's days. That's it. That's what the big group chats are for. That's all you get out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. That's why they're in the big group chat. Well, on that note, thanks to our official sponsor. We're taking any unofficial sponsor even official sponsors um, we've had some really big um blue chip companies yeah. we had to turn down manscape squarespace yep. we had to turn yep. down the big ones yeah some of the huge ones uh, raid shadow legends unfortunately uh we had to turn them <laughs> down as well uh but you know we'll, we'll think about it try us again uh don't listen try to this again. part if you are actually ready to offer us money manscape because <laughs> i i do use the uh the thing but that's enough that's enough <clears throat> dos that was it that's the road guide to making friends and a little bit of uh a little bit of, uh, I know what to say, a little bit of trash on the end as well. <laughs> That's what we do. And uh, if you want to keep in touch with us, if you want to get it, send us a message. If you've got a problem that you want our evidently expert. intellectual, expert, spiritual Rogue. advice on, rogue advice, you know what to do. Jump in those DMs, send us a message, jump on a post. We'll have posts up all the time uh, showing, showing the exciting rogue lifestyle we live for dos it's baking cakes it's screwing in light bulbs you're actually you're on top of it dos uh, I, for me I all, all i can all <laughs> i can really offer is just you know the great expanse of the queensland outback riding horses you know racing through all kinds horse, of places getting in horse biffs, camp stories horse camp stories do a whole episode of horse camp stories oh i've got some great advice <laughs> if, if your fellas are going to horse camps that's for sure uh, but thanks for listening uh and uh you'll be listening to the road guide what do we say? Um, we got you, we got you covered. Oh, yeah. We got you covered. We got you covered.